And welcome everybody. Hey, hey, ho, ho. This is the Jupiter Rising Show. I'm I'm rhyming myself as I speak. Anyway, so uh, hi there. Um, this is the last, no, second to the last weekend of of uh, October. Next week we have a an actual Halloween show on, so that'll be fun. So anyway, today on the show we have for our very first time, we have on our guest, Dr. Bree Gibbs. And we're going to be talking about metaphysics. We're going to be talking about trans channels and we're talking about mediums and channelers and all that stuff and what all that means and we're just going to have a conversation about that because I think in the future when we have her on we'll have you be able to call in but not this week sorry you know we're going to just kind of get to know her this week so anyway we're going to have her on in just a bit but first we're going to be talking about the astro celebrity of the week which is Miss Dr. No not Dr. None of those General Colin Powell who died just a few days ago on the 18th of October. And um, I got his chart up and, and wanted to look at it. And I said, it's pretty revealing. It's pretty good. So we're going to be talking a lot about his his habits, his his sort of theme of why, he's, why he was here, what he was doing here. So anyway, he, he was just a, a fascinating man and so and very, very revered in his work. So we're going to be talking about him. And let's see, we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff, too. So anyway, we're going to take a break really quick here. And when we get back, we're going to start with Miss Dr. whatever his name is. I don't know. Was he a doctor? What was he? Let's see what you have written here. You got a general. General Colin, Colin Powell. General. 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 That's you know, that's right. Okay. I'm not used to calling people by their military names. Anyway, so anyway, we're going to be starting with that right after this break. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Okay. That's a different music. Oh, that is the right music. I haven't heard it in weeks. What is that? Anyway, <laughs> anyway okay, we're going to be talking about Colin Powell this morning. And, you know, um, his birthday was April 5th, 1937. And we don't have a time for his birth, but I was looking on the page that I got it from, which is called Astro Data Bank. And um, there was somebody that had rectified the chart and and had actually placed uh, on the on the on the um, ascendant, basically Scorpio and all this other stuff. So anyway, um, we're going to be looking at his chart. So he's born in New York, New York. And so let's take a look at this chart for a minute. This is really interesting because I, I sort of take took kind of a broad parameter of his life and overlaid it on this chart. And I could see why he was the way he was. And he had some interesting things here. Okay. First of all, the reason he pa passed away, first of all, when somebody dies at age 84, that is the Uranus return. That is this one loop that Uranus makes around the sun. It takes 84 years to do it. 
And so I look at the placement of Uranus in his charts, eight degrees Taurus. And I believe Uranus was at about 13 Taurus, which is going backwards too. So it's going to go back over that point. But what's very interesting about Uranus' return is that it's fixing or finishing an entire cycle of evolution. And this is a planet that really has a lot to do with evolution. So as he, you know, I think he's got some Capricorn in here. Yeah, he's got Jupiter and Capricorn in the fourth house. So he had a big family, and he also had a very interesting family background as well. It was just very interesting. So he had, I believe, they've got Jamaica stuff here. Let me look at this one. It says, yeah, Jamaican um, and ancestors. So he had kind of an interesting blend of people. And so uh, the interesting thing here is that with the Uranus that came back to itself, there there is an interesting thing that happens for for Uranus return people. It sort of is like, well, okay, now I have more stuff to do or I'm going to just stop here, okay? And it was sort of like the, the whole mode of thought of his is that he had kind of gone full cycle through his life. And even though he had a disease that stopped and he died of COVID complications, of course, he had multiple myeloma and I think he had blood cancer too over the time, last several years. So his immune system was pretty out of shape. And so when this, when COVID came along and struck him, it, he wasn't able to fight it off, So, which is really sad. But um, on the other hand, when you look at anybody who has a Uranus return and they have, they pass away during that time, I'll tell you who did pass away. Uh, and that was my astrology teacher, Noel Till. He died on his Uranus return. He died on his birthday, too, which was really interesting. But right smack dab on his 84th birthday. So, 80, so you know, um, and he was an astrologer. And astrology is ruled by the planet Uranus. So that's how we kind of look at this. So um, it is a matter. And he had also a moon in Aquarius. So that says a lot about, uh, let's see, is that squaring that? Yeah, how about that? Moon square Uranus. Okay, so that tells us a lot about his character. You know, he was very, very fair with a lot of people. He didn't, you know, he was never looking at race or anything like that between people at all. He kept everybody pretty much equal. But he was probably fairly nervous. I think I read somewhere that he, he just had a lot of energy, which is very typical of, of the uh, Uranus function in a person's life. And if it's, if it's a dominant function, which it is for him, it would have been something where anytime he would come really close to being pinned into a room, he'd want to get the heck out of there. So um, even though he picked the profession, he picked the military, which is very structured, which seems like that's the opposite of Uranus, but he seemed to make changes wherever he went. He was just very interesting that way. So, um, and he also has one other planet. I always like to mention the stationary planet when this comes up because it's important. He has Pluto stationary. Gee, what a surprise. You know, the thing that I remember most about him is he got involved with some very intense things, you know, warfare, um, all that kind of stuff that he did his whole life and, and his career mounting to the top of the, the heap, doing the chief of staff for uh, Mr. Bush and all that other stuff. So um, he, but he had, I think he had seen a lot of awful stuff, kind of dark stuff. 
I always had that feeling when I looked at him. I said, there's something really behind that, that face. There's something that's being hidden and also kind of feeling uh, as though he sees everything, but um, he tries not to get very involved. With you know, with the moon in Aquarius, you, you're kind of you're one step out of it, one step removed from the action, basically. So he basically kind of felt that way. And um, and square Uranus had to have been, you know, and with the Uranus transiting right now, the Uranus return, anytime he had a Uranus transit, he would have a lot of crazy stuff happen. That's the mode of Uranus is crazy stuff, stuff you don't expect. It just happens, boom, boom, boom. And you usually have to make a left turn somewhere down the road, which you hadn't planned on making, but you have to do it anyway. So uh, anyway, he had next to Uranus, he had the planet Venus. So I would like to know about his relationship with his wife. I'm sure they were best friends. I think it was a, a lifelong love. And um, she was a very sweet lady. And uh, But, you know, they had obviously had a lot of space between them because I'm sure he did a lot of traveling, obviously, to go wherever he had to go with the military. But he had to have space between him and his wife so that she could do whatever she did. And I think there was something about she ran for some office. Is that right? Have you heard that, Nathan, about his wife? You haven't. Okay, I just thought I'd ask because I think she had her own career too. Pretty sure she did. So anyway, so um, yeah, you have a lot of stuff in here. It's a very Aquarian sort of chart and with the Pluto stationary. Now, and remember we've talked about stationary planets in the past and let me just refresh your memory on this a a stationary planet is when it is moving forward is direct when it's retrograde it's moving backwards but at the point when it stations it means it's in the process of changing direction either to direct or retrograde and at that point is when the planet is completely stopped in the sky It, it looks like from our earth's perspective that the planet is still it's just sitting there and so what seems to happen to a, a stationary planet, it seems to gather more information or more momentum because it's sort of like having a branding iron in your chart. You could have the whole rest of the chart be what it is, but the stationary planet will often take front and center to really be something in their lives. And I do think that that uh, Colin Powell made a, a Plutonian difference in his life to the point where he would help people that were just not having a good time, they're having a really rough issues happening in their lives. And, you know, um, and he probably, and I think he really talked to a lot of people too, and he was really kind to them. Um, I was listening to the radio on the way up here this morning, and Barry McCaffrey, General Barry McCaffrey, was talking about him on the radio. And he says, I have to tell you this story this time that, that hit me and my wife and him and his wife, we were riding up to Maryland or something, and for some reason the 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 tire got messed up and had to be replaced. <clears throat> and it was 115-degree heat, which I've never heard about, but that happens back east, I imagine. So he got out of the car, and he made the other two, uh, Barry McCaffrey and his wife, sit in the car and wait, you know, with air conditioning on while he replaced the tire all by himself in 115-degree heat. that tells us he's got a lot of, he had a lot of strength in his body. But that also tells us a lot about selflessness, that he was very kind and and very considerate about making sure that people felt really good about themselves when they were around him. 
So let's see if I've got anything else here. He was really here to broaden his, his spiritual knowledge and, and somehow learn about the universe at large. Um, that's a Sagittarian North Node, which tells us a lot about the pathway his, his soul is taking to evolve. You know, and he, he basically came in with a South Node in Mercury and uh, Gemini. So that's very much of a little picture thing. I think he was a really big reader, too. So, um, yeah, so you have all this, but the North Node is, is drawing him towards it, which is the long distance travel, which is kind of what he just did. Okay, and, and so it happens that Sagittarius and Jupiter are related to death in one respect when somebody trances, transitions and moves from this this realm to another realm and making a long distance travel so anyway okay let's see what else i've got saturn in the sixth house wow that's definitely his his military career so he was very very organized very very strong and very internally driven okay so if there isn't anything else i'm gonna go now and then we're gonna bring our guest Miss Bree Gibbs. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Linda Rasmussen at VerticalEnergyWorldwide.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, October 24th, it's an encore edition of my interview with Walter Stoffel, author of Lance, and Unbroken Spirit, in preparation for the live show Walter and I will be doing together again on the 31st. My series of teaching shows begins on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. And this morning we have on Ms. A doctor, excuse me, Dr. Bree Gibbs. I always forget the doctor part. I'm sorry. Hi, Bree. How are you? I am doing fine. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'll welcome you to as a new sponsor coming up next month. I'm very excited about that. So anyway, we're <laughs> going to be doing that. So anyway, let's talk about what you do. We were talking about on the phone the other day what to actually talk about. We're talking about um, a channel, medium, and trance channel. Okay, and you have to define all those for us. So give us your kind of your life story, where it started when you, you were a child, when you started realizing you had some very unusual abilities. So how did that progress into what you do now? Um, when I was a child, I could start hearing the animals talk. Mm-hmm. And we had a, a really fat cat. and my mother goes oh she's gonna have babies and she had to give her a shot and back then you could give your animals shots and she goes no and she's getting mad Uh i said mom she's not having babies she's fat (laughs) and she doesn't want to shot (laughs) (laughs) so i kept we kept the cat and she didn't have never had babies okay she was just so she's just a little obese Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I was like nine years old then. Mm-hmm. And so um, my family were big animal lovers. So a stray cat, stray dog, we took care of them. Mm-hmm. So that made me realize, wait a minute, how can I hear this cat? Yeah. And then I started seeing things out my window, mm-hmm. day or night. It didn't matter. Yeah. And I go, I'm different. 
Mm-hmm. This is not normal. You know? Yeah. But it all worked out really well in my life mm-hmm. where I was able to relate with other people in a different way, in a yeah. higher way. Right. Exactly. Where, you know, if you, a lot of people, you go tell a doctor, I can see a fairy. They're mm-hmm. going to go, oh, it's just schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and that happens and stuff. So, but I want to get to channeling. Let's mm-hmm. start with that. Okay. Channeling, you can channel from your heart, through your heart, mm-hmm. or you can listen to your guides and everything that you channel, you interpretate their words. Mm-hmm. So, I always tell people, if you're going to channel, make sure you are hearing the word correctly. Okay. So when you're channeling, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I've ever channeled before, but, you know, there's one thing that I actually, I have a, a grandmother on my mother's side who actually helps me with the astrology. And she's been gone for a long time. But um, I just knew that, you know, she and I were in contact with each other because I knew she was an astrologer in her lifetime. So she was giving me answers. Well, don't look there, look over here. Okay. I said, fine. I don't know if that was channeling or not, but you know, I just kept hearing her voice and, and I found out later that her voice sounded very much like it did when she was on earth, kind of cracky and crackly and and from the British accent, she was British. So, um, and I kept hearing, well, you've got to check this. I went, okay, I'll check that. And there it was right there, you know. So I'd always find the answers. So um, I don't know if that was channeling, though. I still ask her for stuff, too. Yeah, she's usually very, very, um, very, very amenable to doing that. So anyway. <laughs> okay, so I will tell you right there, that's not channeling. She was guiding you. Okay, that's fine. So like with my mother. Um, that has passed over in 2013. She still comes to guide me once in a while. Right, right. Say like, um, do this or go do this. Talk to this person. And where I'm headed with my career and what I do, she sent me on the right path. Mm-hmm. It's like they give you this little bit of a path to follow. Uh-huh. And are you going to follow it or not? Right, yeah. And, and a lot of them do, do not come back to the earth plane. Mm-hmm. They, once they leave the earth plane, it's like a big party up there. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, we don't want to deal with what's going on. <laughs> but then sometimes our relatives will come back and say, okay, let me help her for a little while. Mm-hmm. But you're not challenging your hearing her. So she, she may be your main guide. You never yeah. know. Yeah. It's interesting because I had talked to a, um, a psychic just before this started happening is where you have a, a relative on your mother's side. Her name is Annie, and she's helping you with the astrology. Well, I found out it was her. I didn't know her 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 born name. Called her by a whole different name. She says, "Well, that's your great grandmother, honey." I went, "Oh my god, <laughs> really?" So I mean, uh, so I it was hard to explain, but you know, I knew that it was her. You know, I confirmed it with my own mother. So it's interesting. So yeah, okay. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. And so channeling is um, maybe a higher being or something that's. It, yes. Isn't that what it, it is? is a higher being of some, some form. Okay. It could be ascended master. It could be um, one of the angels. It could be uh, a 6,000 year old goddess mm-hmm. um, that I have channeled. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I mediumship term. 
But usually when you're channeling, there's a guide that you're working with. Let's say it was Saint Germain, yeah. or you may be working with other ones like that, mm-hmm. uh, that want to come through and give you the information. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That makes and sense. you got to be careful. This is a warning I want to give somebody, actually all the listeners, but I feel there's one person out there that needs to hear this. Be careful what you listen to, because sometimes those are not true answers. And it happened to me. Mm-hmm. So what I was told, I, w- I talked to somebody I know, mm-hmm. and they had told me my father had hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that threw me totally off the charts for a, a couple of days. Okay. And luckily I talked to my guide mm-hmm. and which is one of them is Master Guide Curiel. Right. And I asked, did this happen? Mm-hmm. And you go, no, it did not happen. Yeah, right. So if somebody's going to tell you, you can't have your gifts because you do this or to leave your husband or your husband's cheating on you, mm-hmm. you know, a guide would never say this. I would doubt it to mislead you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened to me once. Some astrologer so, was reading me, and I said, "No, we're not going any further than this. You don't even know what the heck you're talking about." So yeah, and it doesn't have to be astrologer. It, it's yeah. a psychic that has the abilities to 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 channel that actually interpreted the message wrong. Okay, yeah. And the other thing is, um, the experience I had was the guy, the person that I was talking to channeled um another higher being mm-hmm. and said i need to take a, a year off because i've been working so hard i'm a trans medium ship yeah no guy that's going to tell you to take a year off <laughs> yeah because no you can it doesn't work learn. that way no yeah yeah i know so those that. are things about channeling so if you channel through the heart you usually get a pure message mm-hmm. um but then there's a lot of people that would channel through their head and hear them outside the head okay because they're not coming in, mm-hmm. but close enough to their consciousness and give them the answers they need to give somebody. Okay. Right. Okay. So it's a, a difference in placement, obviously, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We hear it, feel it through the heart. Oh, yeah. That would be much more authentic, obviously. Correct. If it's outside your head, it could be anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. A whole lot of sense. So, okay. So that's mediumship, right? No, that is channeling. That's channeling. Okay. I, you know, I don't really know that much about this stuff. I sort of get it through the back door sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like me with astrology. Oh yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but you know, it, it's, it's an interesting language because it makes perfect sense to you. And I'm kind of going, well, I don't know, I guess so. Yeah. So, yeah. And so it's whatever we happen to be drawn to, you know, like me, astrology and you channeling. You know, Mm -hmm. that seems to just grab onto us and doesn't let go, you know. And I always like to say um, anything that you go for is like you be looking for something and it kind of comes right into your view, completely into your view. It's been kind of waiting to sit there to jump into your view. And then once you look over there, it, it has you finding it, you know. So when you find it, that's it, you know. That's that's how astrology was for me. I just like, uh, you know, it it forced me to look at stuff. It forced me to do that. And and it was really amazing what I saw. So, yeah. 
Exactly right. So cool. All right. So let's see what else. Okay. And now we're going to talk about also, um, what's the last one? Okay. There's two more. Oh, oh, sorry. Two more. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about psychic mediums. Okay. Psychic mediums. Okay. Psychic mediums can talk to the people on the other side that has transitioned over. Mm -hmm. It can be a relative. It can be, um, even the ammo. Mm Mm-hmm. And to come give you information. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be careful on that, on how you interpret that also. Okay, sure. But it's close to the consciousness. So okay, it's got, the head. So you have your physical, your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual body. Okay. It gets close enough for you to hear. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that you hear that right. And I'm not saying anybody that is not doing it right, because I can't say that. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is when you give the message uh, from the other side, mm-hmm. they leave and they're happy when they're off the planet in, in, the, in the spaces they're at. Mm-hmm. So let's say they're in the angel realm. Okay. And a part of them still can come and give the message to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a chance. That would be um, a psychic medium. Okay. Psychic medium. Okay. And transmediumship. Oh boy, that's like that's weird or something. I don't know, but it's like combining okay, a couple so, of things at once. Okay, I'll explain to you. Oh, good. I <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. What do I know? <laughs> I love this statement. I'm a spitball. I'm spitballing. Okay, so the thing is, it's with a transmedium is we our consciousness actually leaves the body mm-hmm. and we allow the being to come in oh, and see. use the body and the consciousness okay their consciousness comes in they can ask answer questions i could never think of yeah right so um i work with um her, her she's a seventh dimensional guy on the seventh dimension mm-hmm. and her name is master guy Burish. Mm-hmm. and so the long name but we shortened it because it was so long i could never say the whole name the whole mm-hmm. time right and she gives um answers about it could be a past life of yours it could be um what's going on with you mostly and mentally uh and spiritually Answers that there's no way I could give you. I couldn't talk about Andromeda. I don't know enough about Andromeda planet. I couldn't tell you about Sirius. Uh Yeah. Okay. Um, The things that are going on on Sirius. I had a past life there. Oh, that's cool. I was not very nice back then, but I will tell you I had one. (laughs) Yeah, you learned a lot. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And you have my chart. Yes, know? I do. I, I've seen it many times. Yeah. So how did she ever live and make it through to make it to the planet, I right? Think we all go through different incarnations on different planets, you know. Right. And um I've never really wondered whether I came from another planet, although you know, there's there's some that I feel very connected to, like um mm-hmm. what's it called? The one with the com- comedians on it. I can't remember the name of it, but that's okay. I don't know, but I need to go to that one next then. You have to do what? Comedians. Comedians, <laughs> you know. I need to go. <laughs> I need to go there. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Go find one that was a comedian on a on a different planet, you know. And there right. was one that there was it was a planet that um that had a bunch of comedians and I actually saw them in my head what they look like. I said, you know, it looks like a, it looks like a garbage pan, a garbage container that you push in and put the stuff in and it's this kind of mm-hmm. dome thing. That's what they look like. And I found it a picture of it in a magazine that looked exactly like that. Somebody's actual perception of what these guys look like. I said, right. they're just goofballs, you know. And I said, I'm pretty sure that's part of what I have in me is that stuff. So, you know, I just love funny stuff. So, <laughs> you know. So the one thing is I want to, I want to explain one thing with me. Okay. We have to take a break first though. Okay. Okay. Take a break. You have to take a break. All right. So this is the Jupiter rising show right here on KKNW alternative talk radio. Manson Mitchell go all spooky for Halloween weekend. On Friday, Nicole Strickland and Joey Medea tell tales of ghost ships, haunted staterooms, and nautical nightmares. On Saturday, Matt Shea explores haunted lighthouses from coast to coast. You'll need to leave the lights on for his spooky stories. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And what we were just talking about was, Bree, <laughs> my brain just, it slipped it out what it did. So, <laughs> so what what were you saying about? Okay, so I want to explain about me, how this all happened. Okay, yes, I want to know about that. When I was younger. Right. I thought I was channeling. Mm-hmm. But I could never remember what I said. Mm-hmm. I thought that happened with everybody. Okay. Okay. And and I did for years. And then said, don't you remember telling me that? No. <laughs> you know, I, I do it to this day, right? Yeah. I'll get an answer and give it to you. What happens is, is the consciousness was leaving the whole time and the other being was given the answer. Mm-hmm. It may look like me, sound like me at the time, but it was not me. Mm-hmm. And so for years, I thought that till I met um, Teach Belshire, which I got all of my degrees through okay. for math physics and stuff. And she goes, tell me about your channeling. She goes, channel right now. Mm-hmm. And she could see a ship in, in my face and mm-hmm. everything. And she goes, you're a trans medium. When, when, I, when I rubbed my eyes and I came back because it was really okay. bright. Yeah. And she goes, you're a trans medium. And that's how I found that out. Okay. So a trans medium essentially is like taking a person like walks into the person's body and sort of hijacks it. So that's kind of a brutal way of saying it, but that's a real brutal way. It's really brutal. But it's funny. (laughs) It's like, hello, I'm coming in for a couple of minutes. Do you mind? All right. Drop in and then start speaking through that person. Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. And and with um, Master Guy Bruce. Mm-hmm. she's made it easy and simple and um, she's such a loving being mm-hmm. and she only comes for love and leaves with love okay so um a lot of the seven dimensional guides from the seven light dimension system um you know there's all these different dimensions right right and so when i say the seventh light is completely different than the seventh dimension you may be thinking of okay 
And when she brings this information through, it's all of love, everything. Yeah. And she's very quiet mm-hmm. and she gives you your answers out of respect gentle for and you. Quiet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. And I'm thinking, I have a quiet guide with my mouth. <laughs> Hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Ms. Aries. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Kind of kind of the opposite of you, actually. She yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Aries is a masculine sign and Libra is the other side of that coin. It's the feminine mm-hmm. side ruled by venus so mm-hmm. i can see why yeah and you had planets on both sides of those too so that makes perfect mm-hmm. sense that makes i'm just recalling your chart here so that makes perfect sense that you would have both of those beings being inside of you at the same time mm-hmm. 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 yes it would yeah it would yes yeah yeah when you have oppositions in your chart you have one side on the polar opposite and another thing and the main thing on the other side so you mm-hmm. flip-flop between those two extremes you know, and so I have, I was born on a full moon, so I can relate to that, you know, and so my mother used to say to me, I'm really sorry that, you know, um, you were, I was, you know, that my husband, your father was exact opposite of me. And I said, I'm not, that's the way it should have been, you know, (laughs) you know, that's how it is. You know, I'm born on a full moon. That's somebody that's on, on the polar opposite point, you know, and gives you perspective. So mm-hmm. it doesn't just give you one side. It gives you both sides, the polarity point. So I'm just po- pointing out a little astrology there. So what the hey? So, okay. So anyway, um, so let's see. What else are we going to be talking about today? What are the things have you got for me? Uh, what else do you want to know? <sighs> well, I can talk about channeling mediumship and everything for a long time. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I mean... To me, it's like you, we're living on two different planets here. You know, I'm living here in my earthy world with my astrology charts, and you're way off in the ethers, you know, and I'm and, trying, I am. and you have a dog I back am. here. I hear that. So even right now, it takes everything I have to sit still until my conscious stays in the brain that yeah. I don't leave it go somewhere else. Right, right. And I have to be very focused. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, who knows who, who will come in? Yeah, yeah, you would have to be protective yeah. of your energy, right? Because you know people protective. could walk through and say, hey, let's go visit her for a while. She seems unguarded. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they don't They do not do that no more. Oh, well, good. <laughs> but... No, no, no. I know when they're around, I'm very good and protected, and that's the one thing. I know, like, I'll talk with my um, friend Teresa, mm-hmm. and I'll forget the whole conversation we're having, and I'll say, stop, or she'll have to say, Brie, I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. Because I just leave. I go, it's a uh-huh. split journey. Okay. It's kind of, and so the conscious goes one way as I'm listening. I come back with an answer for her. Okay. Okay. So you have to go out there and come back, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So, and when you're out there, it's sort of hard to know what what's going back over here type of thing to come back. Yeah. In. It's like a part of me stays and a part of me goes. Okay. And yeah. So if you, if you go like um down like the center of your brain right here, yeah so you got you have your heart yeah. and then you have your brain and then you have your omni brain out here right and it goes out right okay all right that makes sense yeah um every time you're it seems like everybody that ever had on the show and they say something and i go oh that's this sign and that's that's out of bounds and you know you know it's it's kind of the framework of my reference points 
is I have an astrological re- reference sheet that I and it and then I actually decode it from there and take it on inside to see what that means. So I you know I don't know how how it works for other persuasions like like channeling and all that. You get information and then you you transmit it to somebody who is listening to you. But do you actually add your own opinion to it? Well, and there are people that do that. And that's what I'm saying. You have to be really careful. It does not resonate with you. Do not accept it. It seems to me that also, if it's at all negative about you, then you really have to kind of go, no, I don't think God would have ever had that in mind when he created me. So um, let's let's put that aside type of thing. Yeah. I've never been told a negative thing um, by any guide I have worked with. Mm-hmm. And so um, today I have a session that I have to do later mm-hmm. where um, I, I'll be medium shipping. And, but she never says a horrible thing about anybody. Oh, that's Or good. tells anybody anything about their husband. It's always about the person she's working with. Okay. Yeah. Unless she brings up mine. <clears throat> yes. Unless they say, well, if they want to know about a specific person, then you can look at that. Right. <clears throat> okay. But she, but a lot of, um, there's not a lot of trans mediums on the planet. There are very few of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, but negativity, <clears throat> no, no. That's why I said she only comes with love and leaves with love. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't it, it takes a fair amount of energy to do transmediumship, doesn't it? Physically. Yes. Yes. You know, where you feel completely drained depending on, on the person's energy that you're actually channeling. So, um and when you're looking into their memory banks and they're channeling it through you, uh, that would have to be exhausting. Okay, so I don't get to look into their her memory. Well, I, you know, I was just trying to kind of <laughs> paraphrase it in a way I could. That's that wasn't right, obviously, but you know, um, she gets to look at mine. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I figured that. But when she's channeling through you, um, it's like just channels through you, and it it kind of does it bypass any energy circuits or something? Does it just go right through all that? I'm just um, curious. What happens with me is I'm gone. It's like I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. Ah. So her consciousness comes about, you know, comes in, mm-hmm. and she has full control of the body. She waves her hands. She does everything. Six backs, drinks some water um, to keep the body hydrated while she's okay. in. Right. And that's something that she had to learn when she first came into me. Uh-huh. You have to do this. So, so you have the to treat thing your host is, bodies well. <laughs> yes. So, so my body becomes hers actually in the roundabout way. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it's like, I, you know, I'm asleep. She's done the job. I've talked 45 minutes to an hour with, with a client mm-hmm. or on the radio or whatever. Right. Right. I come back and everything is such bright white light. Mm-hmm. And takes me to bring myself focused back to consciousness. Oh, sure. we're, we're like meeting in the air, right? Yeah. And going back like, good job. That was a good show I, or yeah. whatever, right? Right. And then my consciousness comes in. I'm going, what happened? Yeah. What the How heck are we happened doing? here? Yeah. Well, she talked about, I'll just say Andromeda. She talked about Andromeda and how it really works up there. Mm-hmm. 
or she talked about, you know, the shift of consciousness we're in right now, or she could talk about astrology. Mm -hmm. And you guys could have a good talk about astrology. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, and, and, and that's what she does. She, talk, she can talk about all of this, mm -hmm. the things that I don't, I don't have enough information to even talk about mm -hmm. on astrology. Right. Right. Exactly. Except I heard that when you're married to an Aries, good luck. Uh -huh. I feel bad for you and good for you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one time I went, I'm not Well, you know, it depends on the Aries, you know, it could be a combination of a lot of stuff that's, you know, uh -huh. Aries basically means you're in a, a newer sort of, of lifetime that you're learning about yourself firsthand because you don't know what it is. It's like being born on the spring. It's brand new growth. You know, mm -hmm. so it, it's it's um, like a person is always jumping out there and doing new things because they've never done them before. You know, there's no experience at all to even compare it with. So the idea is experience and adventure. That's the big thing that keeps it moving forward. Right. So, yeah, I mean, so you're ready to jump into something new that comes along that really hits a, hits a nerve with you. You have to look at other planets in the chart to see what kind of nerves you have like the moon or whatever so i think your moon and neptune are together because if they are that would make perfect sense in anything that's spiritually related so yes yeah but it's it's also a way of finding yourself through those things that you're doing you know it's a mirror back to you like i'm doing mm -hmm. this and how did i do so there would be a need i think to find out what the feedback would be from a client you know how did that work for you you know, because, you know, you can actually kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work from that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of training that had to go into this. Yeah. A year and a half of really good training. Right. By a well-known um, mentor that I have and okay. teacher and friend now. Right. And I followed him for a long time. And finally I said, can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. And so I've been staying really quiet and working this year and a half with them right. and now this is almost ready okay and so i keep the tapes it's great yeah that's cool okay we have to take one more break last break for the day and we will be right back here with dr brie gibbs right here on the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio and this is a live read for susan bergstrom of the american medicare exchange Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Remember, this month, it's here. Open enrollment is here. It started on October 15th. It ends October, or December 7th for your medical coverage. That means you can shop around. You can change your medical coverage if you don't like it. Or you can get a new medical medical plan, whatever it is. It's a good time to do that. So anyway, yes. So it's, just remember that ends in December 7th, and you can get anything you want. So if you want something from Susan, you can schedule an appointment with her, and you can contact her at 253-318-9379 for an appointment. Or you can contact her via email at sbergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. 
This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and did you know that I do private astrological readings? If you have issues or problems in your life that plague you, perhaps an astrological reading would be just the ticket. I've had more than 30 years experience in astrology, and there isn't much I haven't seen, so I know I can help you. You can contact me at 206-816-0546 or go to EileenGrimes.com to make an appointment. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have today, we have Ms. I always forget the doctor part. I have to get that brilliant in my head. Dr. Bree Gibbs is here and she's laughing. (laughs) Anyway, so we have her on talking about what she does, which I have to admit is, is a kind of a far distance jump from where I've been and where a lot of my guests have been. But that's okay, because that's what we're here for. Jupiter is about learning, okay? It's about expanding your consciousness, and that's what we do. And, you know, with my Jupiter right at the top of the chart, I can't not help but do it. So, anyway, welcome back, Bree. You know, I want to tell you something. When I first had my, had my first session with you. Yeah. And I remember a friend, that. mutual friend yeah. had recommended us, right? Uh-huh. And I went, she's right on. She is right on. Wow. So I wanted to find out the path I was taking was correct. Yeah. And so I had been studying for a year, mm-hmm. a little over a year, and I have a second session with you. Yes, that's right. You were right on about where my career was headed. Oh, good. And what I'm doing. Oh, good. So I want to put a plug in there for you because I really relied on what you said. Okay. And the readings that you give. They're so authentic. Great. There's no garbage in it i'll say it that way yeah i try not to do that yeah thank you thank you very much for for that that's awesome i still haven't got a reading for you but you know you you read me when we were at at burrs that night that was pretty accurate too so oh you're way out there with me so you might as well just (laughs) (laughs) we're both way out there Uh, so anyway so anyway, um, this is the last five minutes we have with you today. What, okay. what is it you'd like to say to our audience? And um, you have a message for them? Um, I actually have a message right now. It's so important that we're aging our soul. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is every lesson that we have learned, we age our soul. Yeah. And the more that we can grow our soul mm-hmm. is very important. Right. And so the other thing is be in love. You don't have to like a person, but carry that love for them. Right. Love is very important right now. And everybody's saying, love this, love that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you could look at somebody and say, I love them anyway, no matter what. Yeah. You're really accomplishing a lot. Right. Yeah. And no judgment. No. We don't have a right to judge ourselves or others. No. Uh, I, I, you know, that brings back to mind a choir director that I had about 25 years ago when I was in the Choir of the Sound, which was up in Edmonds, Washington area. And the director was just like a beam of light, literally zapped me when I saw him for the first time. And all I wanted to do was go crawl in his lap. I mean, it was just, I immediately fell in love with him instantly. 
and uh, and we both had a mutual thing, and he liked the where I came from, from the school that I got, to, got my voice training from, and all that stuff. He says, "Oh, if you've had Lynn Dupan, you're in the group. You're automatically in it because she was amazing, you know." And I thought that was really a sweet thing for him to say. But um, he he's um, he's unfortunately passed away this last year, which makes me very sad. But he lived such a full, amazing life uh, and had had tons of people that loved him just intimately, very much the way I felt about him. And he was just a beam of light and he was funny and he was a heck of a musician, really is. I was in the first thing that I did with the group was the Brahms Requiem, which is one of the most moving pieces of music ever written. And the first time I actually sang it was in college. But I had a chance to sing it again through this new love that I was experiencing for him. It was such a great experience. And that that reminds me of what you're talking about. It just felt love everywhere, you know, around him. And um, he was just terrific. What can I tell you? His name is Bob yeah, Metzger. Yeah, but the one thing I want to say is love yourself no matter what. Right. It's so important that we are able to love ourselves and feel that love. Yeah, right. And so many people say that they know love. Yeah. Well, I'm just learning to really know love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, I think that's a lifelong pursuit for most people, Mm -hmm. you know, and they'll get, they'll get smatterings of it along the way. They'll have like experiences like the way I had with this, this conductor. Or, you know, other people that I was intimately with or with mm-hmm. or friendships with. But <clears throat> I have a Venus and Aquarius, so I'd rather do friendships with people than love relationships. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's much easier. It's much more on an equal par, an equal level with them, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and leave all the sexuality out there. Let's just be friends and have fun, you know, and share our lives with each other. That's more loving for me. You know, all that other stuff is. But maybe I could learn to like it, but I did learn to like it. But I just went, it's just not as valuable as the friendships that we make with people. That's how we really learn how to love, quite frankly. That's right. Yeah. And then one day I'll explain to you why you feel the way you do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. We have to have more time for that. It's about the three new chakras and why we lost the bottom three. Yeah, I know. I realize that it's kind of disconnecting from that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, the second chakra for sure. But um, the third chakra is the power chakra, which I I relatively feel rather in touch with. But everything below that, it's out of here. (laughs) So, you know. I like how one one of the guys that I do have said, well, the only reason you need the first or second if you're going to have a baby. <laughs> well, I'm too old to have a baby, so it's okay. Yeah, I never had one, so it's okay. You know, um, uh, um, you know, it's funny because in astrology charts, we can see if somebody will have a child, what they're meant, if they're meant to have one, you uh-huh. know, and I don't have anything in the house of children, you know, and it was never a drive for me. I never thought, well, someday I'm going to get pregnant and have a baby. I just can't wait. No, it never went through my brain. So... It was, there was something else going on, you know, something higher that was pulling me towards it, you know, and to me, you know, astrology is my baby. Well, look what you're doing now. You're helping so many people with your astrology. Oh, thanks. I hope so. I do. And doing this show is a complete Mm -hmm. blessing that I have this show because I get to reach a lot of people. So 
Yes. Yes, indeed. So, and on that note, we have to change the subject and let you go, unfortunately. We're all over with with time. I have to do our final announcement. So, anyway. Um, so, I'm going to be in touch with you soon. We're going to talk about, you know, all that other stuff that we talked about. And um, and we'll have you back very soon. What I think we're going to probably end up doing is having Bree on once a month, I think, because she may want to do that package deal. But that'll put you on the air once a month, which is pretty good. So Okay. Yeah, sounds good well, to me. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, honey. I'll see you later. Okay. Okay, bye. bye. Okay, so announcements, announcements. It is, uh, this is coming up in a couple of weeks. This is the... Boeing Parapsychology Club Consciousness Conscious Wellness Expo. That's two days. That's November 6th and 7th. And it's at the Kent Commons at uh, 525 4th Avenue North. It's Saturday the 6th and Sunday the 7th from 10 o'clock to 5 p.m. on Saturday and uh, 11 o'clock to 5 p.m. on Sunday. So that's I'll be there. I won't be in the studio that week, but um, I'll probably come back and tell you all about what happened. So would be one of our very first big psychic events since the COVID thing started. So anywho, and then also we have uh, the f- forecast that I do every week for KKNW. That's on KKNW.com, the website, and I do it once a week. And the new new version of the astrology, your weekly astrology, will be on Monday at about noon. So that's it on that. So how much time we got? Two, two, two. Make your mind up. Two or three minutes. Somewhere in between there. <laughs> oh, two and a half minutes? Okay. Let's go with that. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, so um, let me just give you out the information here that I have. Oh, I know one thing I need to announce, and this is a good thing we've got extra time. I'm going to start this feature on people that have been on our show that have major events happening right now. And I don't know if you remember on the very first show six years ago, we had on a writer named John O'Dowd. And John is from uh, New Jersey, and he wrote a couple books on the the um, the actress Barbara Payton, and she was back in the 40s and 50s, and she's passed on since in 1967. But he's been working so hard on 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 marketing and all this other stuff, and right now this is such good news, Nathan. You're gonna love this. He's got a contract to do a movie. He's writing oh, the wow. screenplay. Yes, they're making a movie out of one of his books. So I am so excited for him. I'm, it's the best thing that could happen. He's the sweetest, most wonderful person. I need to get him back on the show because he's just very enthusiastic. I remember one, one show that we had him on that we're both Mary and I were doing readings on the psyche, and I was doing readings on her, her chart, and he loved that. So he loves anything like that. So anyway, he, yeah, he's writing the screenplay now, and I don't know when it will be finished, but it's in process. So this is great. So anyway, I'm very happy for him. I congratulate him, and he deserves this so much. So anyway, um, I, now we've got about one minute left. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay. So anyway, you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com, or you can get a hold of me at uh, the, the website, which is JupiterRisingShow.com. And then also um, you can get a hold of Bree Gibbs at Dr. Bree, D, D, oh, excuse me, Dr. B, B-R-I-E, Gibbs, G-I-B-B-S dot com. And next week, we have on Matt Shea, although I'm not exactly sure what the status is of this because he's on the, the, free, the show before us, too, so we're not sure what's going to happen. 
So, but anyway, he's going to be on next week. And then the following week, we will not be here on September, November 7th and 6th. 7th, 6th and 7th. Excuse me. Anyway, so anyway, that's it for us today. We had a good time with Bree. And I hope to see you all next week right here on Halloween Eve, right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio.